It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good afternoon, everybody. You're now live on the Middleman Radio. This is the Middleman Talk Show with and this is Kevin and this is Jim. Thank you. What's good, everybody? How's everybody doing? There. I don't know, man. It sound like you're having a little technical difficulties over there. So make sure all your connectors are good to go, brother. Could, we, we should be good and going. Um, how's everybody doing, bro? Man, trying to stay Corona free. I heard that it's, it, cases are on the rise in the United States. There is no stage currently now that is trending down um, as far as case numbers. At least a thousand people have been dying a day. It's getting serious out here, guys. Yeah. Um, the mentality of the people that I'm not wearing a mask, they're a little special. Right, and I don't understand um, like the lack of urgency and seriousness of it. It's like people have just become laxed about it. Um, and you know, of course, we have seen you know over the you know this particular year all the confusion that has been put out. So, of course, these numbers were were coming. Like Dr. Fauci said, it the numbers were coming. But what's perplexing to me is that the the sheer hypocrisy in it, um, Republicans or conservatives or whatever you want to call them, they are so adamant about, you know, invading people's bodies when it comes to abortion mm-hmm. or being right. gay or, right. or any other reason. But when it comes to this, they, they're so adamant about, oh, no, you know, you don't have a right to tell me that I'm going to have a mask on. And then have the have the nerve to sit up there and be like, yeah, how dare you fringe on my rots? I can hear him, you know, they'll right. fringe on my rots. <laughs> my first amendment. <laughs> but like, yeah, on, they, they're so adamant about that other. So I, I, I don't get it. But you know what? I do get it because they're hypocrites on every single thing that they're usually so adamant about. So this is no different. True story. Like, where, where do you where do you think this behavior comes from? They were born like that. Yeah, man. Come on, man. This is America. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not I'm not saying it from the standpoint like America's bad, but what it produced 
is 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 suspect in a mug because I mean, you know, when you when you are entitled from birth with a mentality, and, and it hasn't stopped since your the conception of this country, this is what you deal with, bro. I mean, you think about it. When Americans, not all Americans, but when certain Americans, if you follow what I'm saying, go overseas, what happens? They act a certain way, and everybody look at them like you are ignorant. Mm-hmm. And, That's and why the world don't like us. For, you know, uh, yeah, a lot of countries look at us like you know we're nuts. And Americans, and you know, let, let's just put it on the table, especially mm-hmm. that good old boy, white conservative American who came to this country, stole it, a stolen lineage, a stole, I mean, legacy, a stolen legacy stolen land and you know to expect anything other than them to continue on that destructive legacy is just you know crazy to me not everyone is that way right good majority of them are they are that way they think they're entitled they think that Mm -hmm. um, land is theirs even the air even like the coronavirus you know i wear a mask because i don't have a right to hurt anybody you know, maybe I am will be asymptomatic. Maybe I won't get hurt, but I don't know about my neighbor. And who am I right. to infringe that on anybody else or kill anybody else or their loved ones? Like, mm-hmm. they're not important. But mm. that singularity, that isolationist, like, I'm only going to worry about myself and not my neighbor. The selfishness of it, the coldness of it, it's right. in their nature. And it was in their nature since they stepped foot on this country. Uh, I think and me and... Uh, Go ahead, Al. Well, I was just going to add to what Jen was saying, but that's the easiest thing to do is to wear a mask, man. I mean, like, I don't, I don't understand, bro. Like, I, I am just, you know, with all the extra rhetoric, man. Like, just wear the, a mask, man. The the nature of the wolf. Think about yeah. it. You know, you Nick and I had that conversation a while ago, mm-hmm. and, right. and you really think about it, man. It, it's really prevalent, prevalent that's with right. these people because it's not all of them. And, and you know, when you say I'm only thinking about me, it's, it goes back to the old adage of dog eat dog. And, and I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of our mentalities is not like that, man. But we live in a world in the society where you look at our movies, you look at the mentality of the people that's running everything. Uh, it's very destructive to a degree. Uh, it's to a degree where I hate to say it, but they, it's all about destruction and death. Yeah, everything it's like they want to. Death. It's like it's like they want to turn it into like the Hunger Games or um, I don't know uh, Maze like Maze Runner type movies like they want Mad to turn it Max into something like Thunderdome. that. Yeah, Mad yes, Max, Mad Max. Thunderdome. That's, that's right. crazy, man. Look that, what they did to the Native Americans just what well, this just a couple years ago when they said, yeah. please don't you know come to our land and build these oil mm-hmm. fields and kill our animals and kill us and put all those environmental hazards and they basically said screw you money was important and they did right. it anyway. Anyway, they did they did a Dave Chappelle f your land f right. your land that's basically what they did and and then think about it, Jen, going back to what you were saying about the mask. This whole and, and and this misappropriation and appropriation of everything that we do. The Million mm. Man March is now the Million Maga March. Mega March. You got <laughs> you got a a five hundred five what five thousand people out there. I don't even know. It, it, they tried to make it like oh those are thousands and thousands. Yeah right. But anyway, man, them fools all out there without their mask on. I seen them jokers, man, when they saw Trump ride by in his little caravan waving at them like, man, they lost their mind. 
They lost their They are like these people are in love with him and have moved away from what they call patriot patriotism to me. To what support Trump is patriotism. What what does what does Trump truly represent when you think about it? I mean, it's not even about politics anymore. White supremacy. Yes. I mean, does he embody that? Does he mm-hmm. signify that? Does he? I mean, what what is the what is the allure to this dude? Because they see and, yes, and they see him mm-hmm. getting away with stuff that they want to get away with. And I think it was bigger than him. I think that you know one thing that bothers mm-hmm. me. Um, is that when Obama was in office, people were so mm-hmm. enraged, like it enraged right. them, and it was like they couldn't stand it. It's that, that threat in them that we are dying, that we're not going to be the majority anymore, that we're not going to be the ones on top, and they're going to come after right. us and get us. Yep. And I think Obama embodied that movement, realizing that that is in the near future for them and their lineage and their children. And they were just so upset. We as a people shouldn't have never allowed them to disrespect Obama the, the way they did. And when it was over and they had a chance to elect someone new, they wanted someone that represented that white supremacy, good old boy, white man, mm-hmm. I'm on top, I'm in charge. Hold I on, man. I, I get it. I get it. We in the South. Think about what I'm about to say. I, I, I work around people. I've been around people that call people from New York or Chicago or Ohio. They call Yankees. them Yankees. They call them Yankees. They even call Donald Trump Yankees. But all of a sudden, when he became the nominee and he started, I, I don't know if... I don't even recall him saying the whole yes, dog thing. They sticking to their kind. They sticking to their kind, bro. But that's how, it. But yeah, yeah, that's their kind. But when he before he became the nominee and became the president, oh, he was a Yankee. Now it he don't oh, matter. It was guy. either him. It was either him or a lady. And you know these old white men did did not want to have a woman for a president. No or Mexican because Ted Cruz thought he was gonna get it, but he got played like a little punk. And, and I, I'll give I'll give one thing to Trump. He is a propaganda master. Yes. You know, yeah. people elected what was that show he had? The Apprentice. Mm-hmm. People elected the host of The Apprentice. The yes. whole image of him that he was a New York Yes. You know, a uh, big wig, you know, business owner that could fire, fired. You know, they wanted that image, and that's what they thought. That and that's what we got. And y'all, um, y'all know something. He stole that whole "You're fired" from Back to the Future too. Y'all know that, right? Oh, um, what was it like? Uh, I'm with Bill. With Bill, that's some yes. Yeah, <laughs> he he built and he he all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is too funny. I thought about that the other day. I said it's this is how twenty 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 is like Marty went and messed up the future and here so we go did. it's an alternative timeline yes. and it's crazy. Yes, yes, yes. this is what we dealing oh, with. But uh, what we got for the day for our people out there listening now. Yo, thank you for tuning in today. We definitely appreciate all our listeners and callers that we have listening to, with us today. America, a new beginning. So, Joe Biden um, has been announced as president-elect. People are still awaiting what will be next for America. You know, we just endured, you know, four years of division, four years of partisanship, uh, four years of greed, and uh, four years of belittlement uh, towards the you know, the people of the world, not just the American people, but the people of the world from this administration. So what are we going to expect 
under the new administration as a people. What parts of the black agenda um, do want to be met under this administration and what do uh, do they owe to them as far as the black voters? Uh, will Medicare for all be pushed into this med- into this um, ad- administration? Also, there are some some talks about the universal basic income. So basically, this is just a monthly stipend that uh, people will receive based on um, a particular tax bracket um, as a free gift from the government. Right. So we received a stimulus over the summer. And so there has been talks about, you know, continuing this particular package. So will this be something under a Biden administration that we will see lawmakers speak on? And is America ready for the first female president who is a person of color? What would a Harris presidency look like if Biden cannot, I mean, complete his term? And what would be the effect on a Trump America if he runs again in 2024, right? He has mentioned that he will possibly run again. What would the Democrats have to do to ensure that they do not alienate some of the moderate Republicans that may vote for them in the next election? And why do some Democrats continue to cater towards the white fragility? And will we see more states turn from red to blue, blue or vice versa because of the, the results of the current election? And so we've seen in the past in the Obama um, election period, we saw where states uh, went from blue, blue to red. So will this be an ongoing thing within the next election cycle? We also want to discuss uh, there has been some failed attempts with a coup towards the government of Michigan, and are there others brewing? And will Puerto Rico eventually be allowed to vote in future elections? So we definitely want to have a great discussion today. We want to hear your opinions on the questions and topics that we are discussing today. So we're going to get right into it with the, the question as far as what are we expecting under this administration with Joe Biden um, as a people. Now, um, some of the things in which, you know, myself and uh, my team have been discussing behind closed doors, such as like, uh, you know, I am for, you know, Medicare for all, which would be like the the next, you know, question that we're going to talk about. But I'm for, you know, Medicare for all. We need like student loan forgiveness. We need uh, a better infrastructure um, 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 bill. We need, um, Definitely need some changes with our education department, especially with those uh, policies that Bessie DeVos has put in place. Um, we definitely want to make sure that our schools receive those resources in which um, they are lacking and more. Because as of the pandemic now, you know, uh, we have actually seen that, that, you know, our families are in need of more resources, right? Just giving, you know, a child a device and, you know, something to, you know, possibly try to get on virtual learning with is still not enough, right? And we still have those areas in which um, definitely needs higher level of resources with uh, healthcare, um, social security benefits and things of that nature. So what do you guys expect that, you know, we will want to see this new administration move forward with? Well, hey, you done covered everything, so ain't too much we gonna have to say. I'm, 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 I'm like, man, I mean, I'm, I'm happy, bro. Like, I, I will say this: if if the what has happened, and it happens on both sides, I think that what has to happen is we have to get serious. Now, if you really want mm-hmm. serious change, make lobbying illegal. 
make taking corporate funds illegal because that's a real problem. Because Democrats right. and Republicans, the pharmaceutical companies, it. the healthcare companies has their hand in everybody's pocket. Democrats, Republicans, mm-hmm. whatever, and that's why nothing really changes. That's why we don't have universal health care. That's why we don't have some of the things that we need. It's because lobbyists put money into into politicians' pockets, and if they want real change, they should do like the sister from New York, the the um, Latina sister from New York was saying, and outlaw outlaw uh, money in, coming from corporate funds to politicians in D.C. And then you'll right. see some change. Well, just my humble opinion, I think they really need to focus on. Um, 2024 they need to focus on 2022 yeah. uh you know kind of get everybody geared up for 2022 uh for some of the seats that are going to come up uh in 2024 they need to go ahead and put some things in place that will prevent uh future presidents from sitting in the white house and saying i ain't leaving basically because mm-hmm. this crap this crap that trump is doing right now uh man it's unheard of is 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 uncouth it is stupid but he's sitting in there like a big child. He's what's happening now is that we're having a coup. We're having a slow moving coup. Yep. He's firing generals. The first thing you do if you're yep. if you read the art of war, first yep. thing you do is get rid of the army. So oh, anybody yep. who opposes him, he's getting rid of. He's surrounding himself and the army with only loyalists. And that yep. is very, very dangerous. But you We're know having what? a slow moving coup. He will not leave you guys. Well, something is gonna happen. And I'm saying it now, I'm calling it we need to pay attention. We need to be cautious. Go back and listen to one of our shows about arming yourself, being ready, because I we have a slow-moving coup happening in the government. Yep. You know, one thing about that coup, though, Jen, and I know we're going to get into it a little bit more even later. Now, we can kind of bounce around if need be. Yeah, but, we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, one thing about it, too, uh, you with, with those people that he has as loyalists to him, you have to have people beneath them that are going to be loyalists, too, because... They ain't going to make no moves. A lot of our soldiers, a lot of our people that's in certain uh, strategic spots in America, they ain't going to move just because Trump say move because a lot of them don't like them anyway. Now, true, yes, he's putting people that are loyal to him in place, but they can actually get got too. Yeah, right, but they have people. Some mess is going to happen. They... It's going to be a, a lot of people up top are being replaced. And if mm-hmm. you're just like a, a mid-level or a low-level person, what would you do? What is what's going to happen? Is they're going to kick, start kicking out the people that on the bottom? They start with the top and replace that, so the top people can start kicking out the people lower than them that aren't loyal. That that's well, that, what that's, that's right. That's correct, and I think that that's exactly what is going on, and what he has been doing over the years when he has been uh, firing and putting more people in those particular positions. Right, so he's been continuously like to to find people who will spit and say the narratives in which he wants and also follows him, which is why we have um, 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 an attorney, you know, general who is uh, basically like just ruining like what it means to be a attorney general for the United um, States of America. Also too, like bringing in, you know, like this new um, administration, you know, I'm not saying like Biden is going to like wave a magic wand and everything is going to be great. Right. But at least we'll have some form of uh, dignity back to that particular position as being, you know, the president. Um, You know, we won't have to possibly worry about like cringing when we 
um, here, you know, talks with other countries and trying to do deals with other countries. We may not have to worry about that, but we we will be worrying about, you know, those things in which Jen identified, like those lower level, you know, um, and localized attacks in which, you know, as we saw at the Million Mega March, right, those people are from, you know, possibly all over, but they still have their followers, too, that will continue to, you know, spirit that same language, um, um, facilitate that same anger. Yeah, I mean you're, it, you're it, correct, and and I think what's 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 crazy is the president of the United, the president of the United States of America, a world leader, stood there at a MAGA march surrounded by anti-government. The people that support him are anti-government. These mm-hmm. are militia people that live in the mountains and practice those gun things that's that's going on. Um, you have the Proud Boys who are, who are yeah. admitted white supremacists. It it is bad. It is bad. And you know, most Americans, whether you're white or black or whatever, are peace people. But he has this group of people that are zealous and anti-government but pro-Trump like he's a king and I think that a dangerous thing is going and it scares me it, it really does it scares me and and it's not all on him you know as you know um like Charles Koch um um said something the other day that really you know you know piqued my interest I'm like this is coming from him so uh he and his brother you know were um mega um, for decades with the GOP, right? They have, you know, placed a lot of people um, in those uh, positions, you know, financially. So he basically said that um, because of partisanship, we've come to expect for politics too little of ourselves and one another. So we've seen how um, Rupert Murdoch's, you know, fan base of people who from Fox News are leaving. His uh, his uh, platform going to this new platform called Newsmax, right? Um, we also are familiar with um, Parler as well. Um, you know the site in which uh, you can just go on there and just talk however you want to talk. But um, all of those different things are being put in place to continue that same narrative. Yeah. I mean, they they can they can run and go wherever they need to go. They can go to anything they want to go to and 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 want to be free there. But we we they they've been exposed. We see who they are. We know what they are. We know what they're dealing with. Uh, just like our show, allies are all lies. We're trying to figure out who are our allies and who's going to be down for this movement of moving America forward. Now, the thing about it is, if they're worried about moving, well, leaving and losing power. You know, they're in the wrong state of mind because once they realize we're on one planet, one earth, anything go wrong with this planet, man, everybody did. Money don't matter. You know, your status don't matter. Your color don't matter. Everything done. But they can carry on how they want to carry on with this foolishness, and we ain't got to deal with it completely. So let's see here. It seems like we need to go ahead and move on to the next question. And what, what parts of this, what parts of the black agenda? Uh, gets met under this administration, and are they going to owe? What are, what are they going to owe to them? Basically, the black voters. Uh, Jen, do you think they owe us anything for this election that we just helped them win? I, I'm gonna say hell yeah. Yeah, I, I do, but I do. I have any mm-hmm. expectations? No, I do not. Uh, I don't have any expectations for the Biden administration because first, what 
you know, no pun intended, but what really trumps everything is coronavirus. Right, right. now we yeah. live. You know, uh, ain't no use of anything unless we live. We've got to get a handle on coronavirus. That's number one. And I think that it's going to take the next two years um, to even Mm -hmm. get a a complete handle on coronavirus. And if you're reading Mm -hmm. and if you're watching, you know, um, the, the specialists on this, they're saying that this coronavirus is not the end. There's other illnesses that are, yep. are coming, and it's been happening, you know, yep. every year. What was that? The chicken flu and SARS and Ebola, and they're getting worse and more aggressive, um, and so they're coming. And so we have to prepare how we as a society act against these diseases uh, when they come. Um, and so I think that's the, the main focus of the Biden administration will be to get a handle on this. So so should Medicare for all be pushed? Yes, yes. yes. It should, but like I said, yes. unless, uh, unless they're ready to talk about ending corporate funding to politicians, it's just mm-hmm. never going to happen. They're, they're never going to push for it. That's why Obama pushed for it, but they, they killed it. They didn't want it on both sides. They didn't do it. You know, that we, they got Obamacare, but you still have to have money. You still have to pay. It's a shame that we live in one mm-hmm. of the most progressive, you know, countries on earth. And, you know, we have people die because they can't afford their diabetic medication. We have people die because they can't afford to go to the doctor. We have people make a decision between rent and or the, something for their children and going for a doctor's visits or medicine. And that should not happen. But the reason it does right. happen is what they say, follow the money. And it's just it's just about money. And they're spreading it around. So they can and, still keep killing us. And those who are receiving that money are still living by that that old good old phrase, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, when really, you know, that is not the case for everyone. Um, you know, even, you know, our families out here who have those serious health conditions that have to spend, you know, uh, a good part of their monthly income to pay for their medication because and, their insurance don't cover all the medication. But and and beyond that, look, at, you talked about education, Al. Look at our, look mm-hmm. at the pharmaceutical companies that are in medical schools. Do, you, do they right. teach? They don't teach cure. They teach medicine. They teach medicine. They don't teach medical students how to cure people and make people well. They teach them how to subside with medicine Mm -hmm. so they can keep pushing them. The the roots of this thing are so deep that until they're ready to address that, nothing will get better. Well, you know, one one thing also I want to add to it is a second fold to that. As far as with Medicare for all, I think it has to be a re-education of America because the people that oppose it, they truly don't understand it. They look at it as, okay, this black man set up something where I got to pay to get health care. If it goes to the point where we're going to all pay for it, the first thing people say is, well, I'm not going to use my money. You're not going to use my tax money uh, to pay for this poor person over here or this black person over here, this person of color. I'm not going to pay for their health care or this person that sit on their butt. See, there has to be a re-education in America because right now everybody is on the impression that, okay, like you said earlier, Al, and like you said earlier, Jen, it's all about me, all for me, mm-hmm. not realizing that globally this world has been connected more on every other aspect of money, health, and communication. But we over here lacking like, oh, man, it's all about me. They crazy. Okay, so so I'm trying to remember this, like the actual figure 
that was requested for the first stimulus uh, check this this year to bail out the uh, the corporations. I forgot how many trillions of dollars. Okay, so if we were just to take a portion of that, we could find what Medicare for all. You could, and also you could help in other, you know, the more healthy people are, the less that, you know, it's costing yes. us people in hospitals, yes. the more people work, yes. the more money you can put back in your community, it go, it drains yes. a community for people to be sick and for people um, to to not work. And so, you know, I, I, I just, you know, I um, I, I want to make sure that, like, we, we're, we're thinking about how it's beneficial for everybody to, to make sure they call a congressperson when everything ends and the smoke clears and say these things to them. Now, what about this basic income, Al? I see that you mentioned, and I, I really, mm-hmm. I say, don't don't other countries already do something of that magnitude? Where, but mm-hmm. the only thing you worry about with Americans, and that's certain Americans, like with this uh, stimulus that they sent, and then they're getting an extra six hundred dollars for with their uh, unemployment. A lot of people were making more money at home, sitting on their butt on unemployment, than they did at their own job. Now, would this be a downfall for us, or would this be something positive? had universal income and i know it's not to cover all it, income but i know it's a portion a portion of it but how can it be it, a downfall the real problem right. is we don't pay people enough money it's a shame no correct. one can live off eight dollars an hour no mm-hmm. one can live off 750 an hour it's stupid it's stupid to even assume that somebody could live off seven dollars and fifty cents and so the real problem they were saying oh you know we need to cut it back because it's is people um, benefit by staying at home because of the uh, unemployed. You doggone right. If it's more beneficial for me to stay home, why would I go to your $7 an hour <laughs> you ask me to be a slave and then complaining because I don't want to be one? Like, that's crazy. I, we need to have a, a universal income, but also they need to raise minimum wage. I think it should mm-hmm. be higher than $15 an hour. I think they should raise minimum wage way at least way higher than $7.50. I don't even think you can make it off $10 an hour. I, not in some you, places. You can't. And, and think of how great a universal basic income would help you know, people who are lacking, who do need that extra money to pay for their, you know, their medications, who do need that extra money to like, you know, for necessary expenses at home, you know, or to just pay rent because your other money went towards like other bills in which you're trying to catch up on. But the thing about it is it's not to the standpoint of, you know, having people sit on a butt like what will also boost morale as well too, because part of, you know, um, like, reasons people are low as well because we're constantly thinking about what bill we got to pay next instead of what can I do to enjoy my family you know but Man. your mindset is, is is financially driven on what bill I have to pay next I, I get it and, and I'm just playing devil devil's advocate with the yeah, way I ask that I question but at the same time you know you do have some people that game the system just like with food stamps and I ain't talking about just I mean, these are very sophisticated people, man, that's gaming the system when it comes to stamps and, and benefits and things of that nature. Now, if they do this, there could be a situation and scenario where they can hurt the whole system with that, the, with that thought process. The percentage of people that commit actual, like, 
food yep. stamp fraud. The percentage of time that it had is so small when you look at how yes. people actually utilize the system that, you know, they like to perpetuate, oh, you know, the welfare mom, the people on fraud. It's so small that it doesn't matter. Yeah, so people that look like us. <laughs> if it was effective, if they were effectively stealing from it, um, then they would have changed it up, did something different a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It's so small. It's, it's a part of that whole conservative media that want to knock people down from at get, getting the help that they are required in a lot of cases to have um, things like food stamps or a welfare system. If you would like to get in this conversation, the number to dial in is 516-387-1542. The phone lines are open. Yep. We would like to hear from you guys today. Um, and because I know, man, we we haven't been on for a little while. We got a lot to talk about. We missed you guys last week, but this we we're about to play catch up today. <laughs> so, so I really want to get into this next question, bro. So, okay, the next question about is America ready for a female president who is a person of color? Man, they gonna no. lose their mind. <laughs> they lost their mind with Barack Obama. You know they gonna lose their mind with with, yeah. with Ms. Harris. I'm telling you, cause yeah. it, it, man, let that man. Let, I really feel like Joe ain't gonna finish out that whole four years. I truly don't believe he. I, I don't think he she, is. And she gonna sit up in there. And she gonna regulate and wreck shop the Simpsons, y'all. Now y'all know y'all know how I'm about the Simpsons and their predictions. <laughs> the the female president that was on there was a person of color. Think about how they how she handled herself and what she said. Trump left us in a mess. Boom. Watch what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. I think she'll do fine, and they'll get over it. They will, just like they got over the first black one. No, they didn't. Barack. They ain't never. They'll no, they, they ain't. No, they ain't got over Barack. They still hate they Barack. Still ain't got they over. still yep. bringing up Barack name about stupid stuff. They ain't gonna get over the fact that a person of color was in power for eight years. Ultimate power of their country, America. America was ran by a black man. And you know they hate it. <laughs> but the thing about it is that, you know, like the bigger discussion is, will these, you know, seasoned, hegemonic white males work with her? Will they work with her? I think Joe going to set it up for that to happen. I think, you know, because he is a old school politician across the aisle, even though we bring up everything about him, how he says some jacked up stuff and, and his mentality I mean, he he is an old white dude. Let's let's be honest. Let's be real. What else would you expect from him? What do he said the things that some of them probably wanted to say? He just said it out on the on the floor of Congress. Period. That's just the bottom line. So, with her being in that position that she's in, and his legacy being attached to her, I doubt if he put her in a position where she would fail. I truly do. No, I don't think he'll put it in a position. I think there'll be underhanded people yeah. that will want her to fail in Washington. Right. Uh, what's that? What's that dude with the turkey neck? Uh, Mitch, Mitch, Mitch McConnell. McConnell. Yeah, That's he, the real he, devil. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, y'all yeah. that, that and out of and all the evil people who's yeah. pulling the strings, he's the de- he is Satan. Him and what's Ivanka's husband name? Jared. Oh, Jared Kushner. Jared Kushner. Yeah. Him, Jared Kushner, and Mitch McConnell are the most dangerous people in America right now. And, all of these, Stephen you know, Miller. Mitch McConnell has been behind all these judges being elected. You know his, you know his, uh, is um, what is um the guy, the the attorney general in Kentucky? Isn't that his like son? Isn't that his son-in-law? Yeah, the black dude. Yeah, the yeah. black dude. Oh, uh-huh, that's yeah, his son-in-law. Breonna Taylor. Uh, uh, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Married to mm-hmm. a white, white, married to his daughter or the granddaughter. Who? Daniel Cameron. Damn. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, evil. Evil. Yeah. They're dangerous. Yeah, they, they, I mean, they're beyond dangerous because when you even think about what they're setting up, Mitch McConnell is doing what I think a person that knows that their, their lineage is about to be taken over. Uh, yep. I think he's putting himself in a position where uh, they will basically secure a future that their children will still have some semblance of power. That's yeah, what I I'm think they're definitely, doing. you know, they are definitely grooming, you know, people behind the scenes to continue, you know, with that same agenda, bro. Yeah, we definitely going to see that. So I am interested to see who will possibly run after him um, as a Republican um, in Kentucky. But we definitely like I definitely my guy, uh, Charles Moore, get it, man, for real. But you know one thing that that inspires me (laughs) that you just said is just you know they're grooming their generations that will come after them to take over and Mm -hmm. we as a people and people of color black people uh, people of you know that that aren't that you know elite is people you know we need to start making our own seats our own tables and, and. start claiming ownership of our own table and not look to sit at theirs. That's what we need to teach our children. I will teach my children um, learn to make your own table to sit at and don't beg them to sit at theirs because they don't want you there. I think that's possibly what's going to happen with you know um, the trumpets. Um, they, they possibly on their own and you know, possibly try to make another run for like some type of uh, bid somewhere, um, because you do have a base of people who did support Fox News who have left Fox News um, because of the, you know the announcement of Joe Biden being the winner, right? Um, and moving to platforms, so I'm pretty sure something of that particular group of people will possibly try to form another party as well. But I see we have a caller we want to bring in our guy, Bill, from Hear Me Out. What's up, everybody? What's going on, on, brother? Hey. So, hey, so listen, first of all, I wanted to uh, start off because I think somebody brought up the point of, like, where we're headed and how they're setting up their future and everything. Um, So I I think that right now, uh, just kind of put things in perspective of right now, um, so, you know, when Trump did actually, well, when, when once Biden actually did uh, become president-elect, a lot of people did leave, uh, a lot of people lost Fox News, and then a lot, he lost a lot of Republican support as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, uh, a lot of Republicans, um, like, they tolerated him, uh, but they didn't really want to, like, deal with him another four years. So, uh, yeah, I do believe that they are going to start that, – that uh, there's a potential that they may start their own party of some sort of way. Uh, but I, I really wanted to touch on the fact that, like, uh, like what we're about to experience in these next few uh, few weeks, and I think, Jen, I think I think I heard Al even say something about it, about, you know, just being prepared for what's about to happen because, uh, like, what we're going to see in the media, like – we see these these MAGA these MAGA marches that's that's trying to imitate us. Like these people have no original ideas, uh, and like I don't see why we even why we even sit there and deal with these like deal with the the the, the stuff that they give us. Like the stuff that we we take from them. Like why do we even sit there and tolerate it uh, when we're we're sitting here looking at a and I hate to say it like this, but I'm gonna call it spade with a spade. We're looking at a race. 
that's that's basically just feeding off of us and taking it and doing the exact same thing, uh, but they're whitewashing it. They're making it okay. They're making it okay to walk and protest in the streets now. They're making it okay for you to, to twerk it and do all this on social media when, you know, we had our own people that couldn't get those, they couldn't get jobs because they couldn't do this or they couldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? So I think that, uh, like right now, man, uh, if, if we could just, if we could just find some type of way to like, right now is our time to kind of channel everything. Like you all said, uh, we, everything's not going to be over in the next couple of months. And I think people really need to realize that like, they need to understand that like, you know, COVID is going to be around for a little while. So we might as well come on, get right. used to it. But in this time while getting used to it, we need to be trying to mentally and physically prepare ourselves and spiritually, you know, whatever God mm-hmm. you may believe in or if you may not, you know what I'm saying? Like right now is that time uh, because things are about to get a little crazy and it's not going to be from a lot of Republicans like everybody thinks. Don't get me wrong. I know a lot of good Republicans out there that, that are for, you know, that stand for what, what the Republican Party was supposed to stand for. Let me say that in quote, unquote. You know, but I think that, you know, th- there's a lot of them that's out here that and we're about to see them now. Just so those same people that switching over from Fox News to uh, I'm sorry, I, Newsmax. I think you said it earlier. What was it? Yeah, Newsmax, those people that switching over to those Newsmax, those are the same people that we really need to kind of just. I'm I'm I hate, I'm gonna say I'm gonna use a football term. Just keep your head on the swivel, man, because like you never know what mm-hmm. to expect right now. Uh, not trying to scare anybody, no no means, but you know, like we just we have to be prepared. And I, you know, the old folks used to say it, and I know all y'all have heard it. You know, what I'm saying if you if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Point blank, period. <laughs> That's true. Bill, what 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 are your thoughts on uh, this administration, and do you have any expectations? of them um as far as with this election uh so i do man uh so i don't i'm I'm not gonna say it like i don't expect them to do a lot uh but there are some basic things that i expect them to touch on one being you know obviously covid because it's affecting uh it's affecting like our community overall you get what i'm saying like the fact that uh, you got a parent that's trying to decide if I should stay home and make sure my kid get on a Zoom call in the morning or, dang, I may be late for work or I, I may have to just set an alarm and wake them up. Like, it's like, man, just sitting here thinking about all the, un- like, the like my imagination can't even reach to all the scenarios that's going on right now. And uh, no offense to any other race, uh, but I'm talking about my race right now, and I know that suffering, and we've already been suffering. Like, you know, but, I, you know, it, it and and I, I I get your question, but like you know, we've always found a way to overcome something. Like I don't right. care what it is, we always find a way to overcome it. And I think that we can overcome this right here. But what I expect yep. one is for them to definitely uh, to touch on the uh, the COVID. I, I want them to kind of address that in our community. Uh, I definitely want them to. The, the second thing I want them to touch on is education as a whole. I mean, from secondary mm-hmm. level all the way up to here. Get rid Bessie the uh, boss. Yeah, listen, I don't, Bessie need to be out the door already. She don't even need to be in there. She don't even need to be thinking about that. She just, she need to be packing exactly. up right now. Cause, cause, cause she screwed up a lot of stuff, man. And it, and it's, uh, we, we don't, okay. We see some of it right now, man, but hopefully, you know, and I think Gina touched on this earlier as well. Like, you know, when Biden them really get in, like, we're not going to see a lot of the change that we want right then and there, but people please understand that like, 
that's the that's the importance of voting right there because you're not going to see the change right then and there. You're going to see it probably three or two years down the road. And so what mm-hmm. we what we would have what we would have reaped from Obama we couldn't because Trump went in and put all these executive orders in, and so it messed us up. So you know, but. I don't expect Biden to go in and make a lot of the executive orders, mm. um, but I, I expect him to go in uh, and be Biden, work across the aisle, man. Like, you know, build that that bipartisan relationship again. That's what I expect yeah, to hopefully, do. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, because do that's that. just him. Hopefully, yeah, he right. Hopefully, he'll do that, man. Um, just just to everybody, I'm just this one thing we definitely need to really converse about. Um, Trump is out now. 2024. What if this dude runs again? What effect will this have on America? I mean, can we take another election cycle of this dude at 70? I mean, you think about it. He's crazy now. They say he, what, he'll be about 78 uh, in 2024. Can we take another yeah. cycle of this fool? I don't think talking crazy? he would ever... First of all, I don't think he physically could do it. Then second yeah. of all, I don't think that he could ever win again. Because... The only reason why Trump won is because of Hillary Clinton. That more so than that she she lost than he won because people voted against her and he was just the other candidate because people disliked her that much and they took a chance and said, oh, well, um, that's how he got the extra votes. And mm-hmm. so I, I don't think that that would happen um, in, in, unless we just have a horrible candidate on the other side. I just don't even see people entertaining it. People are exhausted. They are exhausted oh, yeah. from everything he, he, that has he, happened from the last four years. And he won't even have a chance, man. Like there, you know, he's going to get the, you know, the possible uh, potential media attention, right? But as far as you know, like the people that are in the pipeline that are coming up and you know wanting to run for president the next time, even on the Democratic level, like we got, like there are so many great people to choose from, even on the Green Party level. Um, you know, there are, you know, great candidates to even look for to even find a happy medium. And so, okay. um, you know, I don't think we'll, you know, we we will want to go back to the extreme again because the now, extreme a, is just too man. stressful, man. Like it's stressful. Al, on, like even white folks. And <laughs> listen, I'm telling you, this is the reason why that question, you know, that question was very important because. If you look at how Trump is positioning himself right now, you have a lot of Republicans that are scared to go against him. Right now, they should be jawjacking him. Hey, man, you ain't the president. You need to go ahead and get on up out of there. But they so scared because, number one, two years from now, what happens? His supporters can get them up out of there and put one of their candidates in there. So, I mean, he still holds a lot of political chips, a lot of political chips. And it ain't too far off four years from now. Don't say, oh, he ain't got a chance because we thought he didn't have well, a chance in 2016. Well, 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 I also want to see, you know, what will occur from these uh, potential court cases that he will have as well, too, because people possibly will want to distance them from him. Now, we've seen some people already doing that, but possibly some of the ones who we've seen that are still loyal um, with him may possibly start distancing themselves you know, from you know, from him, if some of those cases, you know, come to light and the uh, information in which we have begin bits and pieces from, you know, mm-hmm. hold up. Yeah. So uh, okay. I, I look at that. I look at that in a different light because when you ask me that question, uh, I think mm-hmm. about what Trump represents. 
what his brand represents. Uh, like uh, Trump, Trump is thinking about himself overall. We all know that. Uh, but at the same time, we all know what MAGA means. Uh, right. And I think that, you know, um, I think that him running and him acting the way he is, him being who he is, uh, just like the, the type of uh, feeling that he brought back for some people. Uh, I know not for none of us on the phone, uh, but I definitely believe that uh, we, we may see some uh, some some very high power white supremacy people step in. And like later on down the road, we may actually see like that come out. I'm not saying that they're not already there right now. Like we all know, you know, obviously they're they're infantry where well, they they they're involved with the government. Uh, but I think that you know for these higher offices, uh, and like they're gonna we're gonna see a lot more. Um, I guess outspoken. Uh, it's not gonna be politically correct anymore. It's not gonna be oh what's best for the kids that's watching this at home anymore. Like we're gonna mm-hmm. see a different a different style of politics uh, going forward. Hopefully not, because I mean that 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 mess that we got going, this uncivilized mess that we got going on, it, it shows the ignorance. I mean, there's some civility mm-hmm. in us when we do conduct politics in a proper manner. Now, are politicians what they should be? By no means. A lot of them are crooks, liars, and thieves. Period. Right. But at right. least they know how to conduct themselves in a manner where they're not calling people uh, disrespectful names. They're not disrespecting their their handicaps, they're not doing anything of that nature. But the next thing that we really need to cover on this also is how how do we make sure, well, not we, but the Democrats make sure that they don't alienate the moderate Republicans that may need to vote for them on the next election cycle and the one beyond that? Because right now, I mean, if, if the Democrats come in like straight high and go hard, they gonna have a lot of people like me. I don't want to deal with these. I don't want to deal with these Democrats. I ain't voting for none of that. I ain't dealing with. I'm gonna vote Republican again. How can they change that thought process? I think that they, a- I think the strategy, if it was me, is just instead of being like Obama and trying to get along with them, pass what you need to pass and do what you need to do. You're not gonna please everybody. Worry about four years from now. Worry about some of that when that come along and get whatever you can get now right? instead of trying to be their friend because I, I, you're just not gonna sway some people. And I think that um, some things that are considered or propagandized. Uh, you know, are as way left, or some of them are actually middle ground for a lot of Americans. And I think that people underestimate people. I think universal health care is one, like this property. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so left. That's crazy. That's left. Um, I, I I heard a thing of Kelly Loeffler, a commercial. She basically called Warnock, who's a, oh, a Baptist church. <laughs> a, a, a but anyway, so, you know, the, oh, they're so left and they're, th- but, you know, most people know that that's they're way down the middle on that issue and stop worrying about whether it's too left or too right and pass what is right and do what you have to do and stop trying to be their friend because Obama made that mistake and didn't get a lot done trying to shake that's hands right. that's right and we can't continue to do that man like we got to start you know moving towards the betterment of what we well, I guess you would say the idea of being, you know, an American, I guess. But I mean, like, when I even say that, you know, to y'all, like, like I feel some type of way when well, I so? hear hold other on, people. Hold on. Elaborate that. Elaborate that. All right. So it's like, um, oh, hold on one second. Hey, Bill, could you take take that off speakerphone there, brother? 
Oh, I'm sorry. Um, my bad. I'm sorry. Okay. It's 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 like uh, I'm not a you know how the the whole feeling of being a patriot of the United States America and I'm American like I really like I you don't shouldn't feel, feel like all that. of that you shouldn't feel, feel like that no you yeah. shouldn't feel like and that because so, our, our people made this country dude period. Exactly. Even though that, even exactly. though we, we we are strangers in our own in this land, but our people made this country. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But yes, I agree with that, man. But like, it's like we are, like I said on you know previous shows, we are still treated as less than and second class, bro. Like it because doesn't matter how many accolades that I have accumulated, I am still like our people are still treated as less than and second class, bro. Well, it, it goes back to the machine that we're dealing with and fighting against. There's mm-hmm. a daily machine that's correct. and, and, and a, a mentality that's perpetuated daily to let everybody know that people of color, black people specifically, are this, that, and that. I mean, you think about it. The average person, they ain't going to say it to your face. The average white person ain't going to mm-hmm. say it to your face. They ain't going to tell you, oh, yeah, this is how I really feel about you. But, I mean, you're inferior. You're Like, like there was a, a, I mean, there, there's a mentality where they look at us as slaves. They don't even know our history because number one in America we're not taught, and that, that's a whole nother that's a that's a whole nother show. Let me stop. No, I'm leaving right there. I'm nah, leaving right going, there. I'm leaving right there. Going. You see what? Keep going. I'm gonna leave it right there. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it right there. But I mean, I, I get it. I get real. what you're saying as far as that. Uh, but the thing is, when we when we're looking to the future and we're looking at mm-hmm. how these elections are going, and I know we kind of elaborated on it earlier, and we're looking at at the 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 state of Georgia just going blue. Let's get it. Keep going. Do you think these states will continue to flip-flop or go one way hard? They're going to either go hard right or hard left. Do you feel like that's going to happen? But what you see is what happened was when you looked at the map, like Georgia was still red, bloody red. Yes, but Lord. what happened is, mm-hmm. is, is metro areas where people are moving and right. the demographic is yep. changing. Those were the strong yep. blue, and that's where people are going. Gwinnett County, Atlanta, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the Cab, Cobb, all of the you know metro areas are are, are being mixed with white Henry, and black people hey. who don't feel that way. My that's county, right. my county has elected. Ninety percent black Democrat people running mm-hmm. it right now. Now if they mess this up, that's gonna be on them. Yeah, you're right, Jen. Now I'm gonna tell you for all those that are listening to us that don't live in the state of Georgia, Atlanta is not Georgia by no means. You got little pockets <laughs> in Savannah. You got little pockets right. in Macon. You got little pockets down there in Valdosta. But what's hopeful is when you looked at look at Savannah. Look at Savannah and look at Gwinnett County, which were interesting mm-hmm. to me. So Gwinnett County is about 30 miles north of Atlanta. So 30, 30, 40 miles north of Atlanta. So the interesting part about that is, is that we are moving to different areas. We are expanding. Gwinnett County is uh, 25 years ago isn't the Gwinnett County now. So we're moving mm-hmm. outside of Atlanta and it's creeping. We're moving places like Savannah, Savannah of all <laughs> the of the South, it's turning blue. Like, you know, when we have a black college down there, we have people who are staying in our in this state and that is happening throughout the country and we're spreading. And also a lot, we underestimate 
our young people. We have people now, mm-hmm. white people, that are young, that grew up with people of color, with key, black kids, they have black friends, they interact with black people. I, I remember a white lady who was arguing, I don't know if you guys seen it, it was a TikTok or Instagram or whatever, but she was arguing with her parents over Black Lives Black Lives Matter and telling them that they were wrong. And then she started to cry and was like, you guys are racist. You know, yep. there, are, there are a lot of kids like that growing up, and soon they will be 18. Yes. And, and a yes. lot of them turned 18 this time. Yes. And it's going to keep happening over and over and over again, and that whole era and, will, will, will continue to wipe out. And mm. uh, uh, to build on that, their younger siblings are 13 and 14 now, right? In four more years, guess who voting? Yep. Damn. Mm-hmm. And they yes. look up to who? Their big Bitch. brothers and big sisters. I'm telling y'all, this stuff is so deep ingrained, man. It's going to take generations. We are not going to be. No, it's no. Happening we, the internet because the internet allows you to interact with people like we have never seen before. Like before, right. you were limited to your town, your people, your school, mm-hmm. and the small mm-hmm. community. And what the internet has done, see, these kids, you know, we talked, we joked about that earlier about me knowing people who didn't know about stamps. And Al made a good point. These kids are from an era where they, all they know is, is internet. They were born with the internet already intact. We weren't. They right. were. We saw usher in. They weren't. That's all they know. Their community is the world. The right. internet makes the world your community, right. which is a very strange thing. That's right. But you know what? The thing is, the reason there's a question that I, I purposely skipped so we can go back to it. And I'm glad y'all cared it this way. The Democrats are basically catering to the fragility of white people. And that's basically what we're talking about to a certain degree of some whites, not all whites, some whites. They have to be catered to to get them to vote for them on every little aspect of every little issue. And Gene, you said something powerful earlier. They're gonna really have to get down and say, man, forget how you feel. I'm gonna go do what I need to do. And just that's that you like Al, you said the common sense of it all. I'm gonna do the common sense things and we're gonna push this country forward. That's but right. If they keep going this way to make this person feel good, that way to make this person feel good, that way, this way, you get pulled 20 directions. How are we ever gonna know what your real focus is? Look, man. Some of those, you know, Democrats will not be in office in two years from now. You know, we have a lot of progressive, you know, people who are running, you know, trying to really make change and actually standing on what they're talking about. Corey Bush is one of them, right? She finna mm-hmm. get in there and she finna make some change. She finna scare some people. She finna get some people in line to do the right things and and, and, and speak up on the right things when it's your time on the floor because she's going to do that. And she's going to make other people follow that and do the same. Watch. That's just an example. What about you, Gene? What, what do you think about the Democrats catering to white fragility? I think it's what I can't remember. I was sitting here trying to look up her name. Y'all help me out. What What's the lady, the the young girl, the Hispanic girl from, she don't AOC? kill two. What's her name? 
AOC? Yeah, and she don't give two blankety blanks about nobody. <laughs> At all, She's going to do what she yes, want to do, and basically she don't gave everybody the middle finger, and I think it's a lot more just like her cup waiting in the wings to step up where she says, We're going, you're not going to intimidate us. You're not going to act like you're the ruler, and we're here too, and you're going to hear me, and we're going to be here too, mm-hmm. and we're going to speak for the people in our communities. And it's I think refreshing. there's a lot of people like that, sister, that that are, are, are waiting in the wings to have positions. And I say this for Democrats too, and I know I might get a lot of flat. One thing that Trump said, and I, I call out, he's called out and said, it's a lot of people, Democrats, that we praise and we put glory hats on and king hats on, and they've been in leadership for 50 years, 30 years, and they did a doggone thing. They need to go to Exactly. They, they, they are getting go. out of there. And, yeah, and to out. speak back on AOC as well, if you look at the amount of people that are following her and you look at the age ranges of her followers, right, these are people who want to be in the next next in line voting for who? For her? Mm. And their siblings are going to do what? Vote for her too because they follow them on social media. They're not following like these old school um, Democrats and Republicans. Nobody's following Mitch McConnell. You know what I'm saying? Like they they are following their narrative. They are seeing what they are, you know, saying on the floor, saying in their communities. They are seeing that because they are following them on social media. That also is going to be the change to erase that white fragility as well, man. Yeah. I feel you. I, I can't wait to see it. It will be very refreshing to see someone that will sit up there and speak their mind like and and speak up for the people. Hopefully, we have more people on the local level uh, that will get like that. But yeah. these career politicians, like you said, Jen, we got to watch out for them. We got to definitely hold them accountable. Uh, we got to start taking people it's, out. It's, I know it sounds corny, Kevin, but it's like I was looking back on some of my memories of when Obama was elected back in 08. And some of the things I forgot, he said, we are the change that we've been waiting for. People have to start when it's time to elect. Well, like a lot of times, we just wait to see who's gonna show up in the on the ballot. But when it's time to for someone to sign up, like say, how many people know a cool lawyer in their town, and how many people say, hey, I really want you to run to be attorney general. I mean, not attorney general, uh, a district attorney. I hmm. really want you to run for so and so or so and so. Or you know, a police officer that's a good police officer say, why you don't run for sheriff? Why don't we? It's up to us to join these community forums to know when it's time for these nominees mm-hmm. to sign up and to make sure you have the right people signing up. If you don't want to sign up yourself, you should have a suggestion or encourage a friend or a neighbor or whomever and support them and sign up for them if we want real change in our community. And like Barack said, we are the change we've been waiting for. If we want the change, then we got to do it ourselves. We can't wait. That's another thing. And I think even Bill had said this on our show before. All of time that we wait we wait for the wolf to give us a pass that's crazy yep. we've got to start taking ownership of our own fate and our own lives and stop waiting for them to ha- it's, it's a really a, a a side effect for mental abuse from slavery like we yeah, need to correct. stop waiting for their approval and for mm-hmm. them to pass it to us and we got to start taking it ourselves that's true that's very yep. true um, if we can go to the last question, I know we kind of talked about the coup. If y'all want to talk about this coup that's going on, we can kind of revisit that again. But uh, I'm wondering about D.C. and Puerto Rico. 
I know they don't want D.C. I know, I mean, not D.C., but they don't want, well, they don't want D.C. or Puerto Rico in there being able to vote and be in state. There's a lot of Puerto Ricans that want independence, and there's a mm-hmm. lot of Puerto Ricans that want to be a state. I say that, to be fair, taxation without, uh, I mean, representation, representation without, without, I mean, taxation. taxation without representation right. isn't mm-hmm. fair. Uh, they they have millions of dollars that come into the U.S. because of Puerto Rico. I say this. I say that they should hold an election in Puerto Rico, let the people decide if they want to be a state or that if they want correct. to be independent. And if they decide to be that they want to be a state after the vote, then let them become a state, uh, the 50th state. And D.C., D.C. is crazy, is not a part of any state anywhere. It needs to be its own state. Just make yep. it official. And so that will give us more power in in Congress and also yeah. more power in the Senate. Um, and that's and what they don't want. That's, what, that's exactly, what exactly. Because, man, you that's think about D.C. D.C., regardless of all those uh, people that live there, it's, it's still predominantly black area, black city. It's got more people than uh, North Dakota, probably. Oh, man, they yeah. got all kind of representatives <laughs> out of North Dakota. You know what I'm saying? Like this wow! Is the whole thing in North <laughs> so they deserve to be a state. Yeah, I mean it's been a great show, y'all. I'm 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 energized. I'm happy to be back. I appreciate you, Bill, for calling in and voicing your opinion to everybody that's on the internet listening right yep. now. Uh, that clicked on that link and, and you're listening. Share this show with your friends. Go over to our Facebook page and uh, join us. We want to get up to 800 members. We're real close right now. Tell a friend to tell a friend about us. Uh, we got a great show, as you can see. Uh, and next time, we want to hear from you. That number is 516-387-1542. You always press that number one. It will bring you to the conversation. We would love to hear from you. We got some uh, other interesting topics that we're going to be coming up with. I think this is probably going to be our wind down for a while about politics unless well, something yes. stupid happens. Um, <laughs> like like Trump still sitting in there <laughs> too long and they ain't drag him out. Uh, but other than that, uh, we, we got to get back to life and reality and speaking about other things uh, I agree. about us as humans. So uh, what you got there, Al? Yo, I'm just excited, man, to um, have a potential new beginning with, you know, this new administration, man, because it was just stressful at one point waiting on this uh, election, brother. But um, I'm I'm really, you know, hoping for a time for. America to heal, come together, really focus on things which will help the American people and, um, you know, really take this um, pandemic seriously um, so we can get better as a community. Um, And, hey, we definitely appreciate everyone for, you know, checking out our shows, still listening to our old shows. We definitely appreciate that. The numbers have been rising um, lately. Um, so we definitely have been seeing the influx of people listening to some of our older shows as well. So you can definitely scroll through our catalog and just pick a show and just uh, check us out, man. Let us know your thoughts as well, too. Um, Jim, are you got any last words? Yes, I do. I'm, I'm really concerned about uh, why is it every time I have tried to take advantage of the Black Friday deals on Walmart.com that someone goes in and steals like all the TVs. They had a 65-inch <laughs> for $128. I had been waiting and waiting and waiting for, uh, and within two minutes it was sold out because it just really altered all right. my Christmas plans because I was going to give it as a Christmas gift. Mm. Um, and so I just 
I I don't know. I'm just hey, really look, upset Jim, by that. Th- they're called bots. As soon as those uh, <laughs> things, yeah, as soon as those things open up, they buying everything. But look, let me tell you, the, they had the really nice air fryers, like the really really good ones. They had them for fifty bucks. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna have bomb Christmas gifts this year because I was gonna get yeah. a couple of those. I was gonna get some TVs. They had the forty two inch for eighty eight dollars and the sixty five inch for hundred and twenty eight dollars. So look. it's in my car at seven o'clock. I go at seven. It's like almost seven o two. It has to be seven o one. 48 seconds and I hit like purchase it and when I did it was like this item has been sold out I was like let me tell you something let me tell you something you got to go to a Walmart that's way out the way I'm taking a little secret now like where nobody live at but they got a Walmart and that's where you're going to be able to buy stuff at in person other than that you go to anywhere where it's populated at you know you from 19 you still can go there. At least you can have the stuff. You ain't got to be worried about somebody jacking you. I'm not going inside of no right. coronavirus Walmart. Man, look, get a respirator. That's all like the the, 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 the gas mask type. No, man. Yeah, <laughs> then, then you just walk what, in look, like that. Amazon? Just Amazon saying. Walmart. Just yeah, saying. But listen, man. I'm just saying. That's how you get it. Don't, don't look. Seriously. Brand smart. You got one near you. Go there. You'll you'll thank me later. No, they shut that down. What? Hey, but if y'all yeah, are still shopping for good deals out there, you can definitely go to webuyblack.com or shopblack.us and shop there, man. Oh yeah, I forgot well, about that. Most definitely. All right. They have TV. Yeah, they got everything. Okay. Yeah, go to webuyblack.com. Okay. Yeah, got everything. All right, great show, y'all. Uh, we'll see all y'all next week. Uh, we'll have a topic up real soon, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you guys. Once again, thank you, Bill, from Hear, hear Me Out. Uh, hopefully, uh, if they got a show tonight, y'all make sure y'all go over there. Bill, share a link on our Facebook page so they can get over there and hear Hear Me Out. One on one now. We, and we do got it. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Make sure you uh, – what y'all talking about tonight? The world, man. It's always something going on crazy. <laughs> the world, Craig. The world. The world, Craig. All right. Hey, I what time the man. show start, Bill? 8.30. It start at 8.30. That's Central Time, y'all. Those that don't need yeah, Central. Central Time. Yeah, 8.30 Central All right. Time. All right. Well, yeah, y'all go check out them brothers. They got a great show. And uh, do you have a podcast of the of the day or something like that. But we normally do a podcast of the day. We ain't got one of those. Yes. Well, we just gave a shout out to Bill from Hear Me Out. He is a black-owned podcast. Him and his boy, Jay Prince. Appreciate y'all. There you go. There you go. All right. See y'all next week. Yo.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.